Japanese highest skeleton block. Don't think me filming you filming children will get you off the up. <laughs> Yes, back to horror. Back to horror. Wizard Well, welcome to uh, this edition of Wizard Sleeve. Um, since Halloween's coming up, whether this will turn up before Halloween, it might not do. It'll go on Halloween. That's all right then. Um, but yeah, welcome to the Halloween special this evening. We're going to be mainly talking about stuff to do with horror. It seems appropriate. We've got topics to cover. Um, but again, if, if you've listened to us before, you'd probably just be completely... Bollocks. Well, I, won't go, I won't go that far, but just completely random what whatever was, what, pops in our head. What was JT's... Review? So anyway, back to Batman. <laughs> I actually read a Ben um, Affleck right? I read a, a horror a horror themed Batman special it had Deadman in it where there's a murder on the outskirts of Gotham mm. and a Batman for some reason can't be asked driving so he takes his jetpack <coughs> and it's like it's a little less dead <laughs> that old chestnut yeah and um basically yeah, he gets drawn to like the dead world and he has to fight his way out and Deadman's the Deadman dead man is such a fucking wet sap I like him though, but he's such a miserable twat. Boston Brown. Mm. Yeah. Shit name as well. I was going to go as Dead Man at next year's Comic Con. What does yeah. Dead Man look like? He's, he's bald. A... <laughs> yeah, he's a circus act or something. Mm. He's, so, white. Yeah, he, he's white and he wears a red jump suit. Wow, sexy. Yeah, it's not right, yeah. But uh, have you read the one where Batman becomes a vampire? No, it's I like an Elseworlds one. This really is back to fucking Batman. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but... Anyway, anyway. Yes. So, Daz, what topics... Actually, not before topics, what have you been up to this week? Let's recap. Um, I got drunk on Sunday, and uh, I can't remember anything since then. <laughs> Monday was a write-off. Monday was a <laughs> We're recording this on a Wednesday, by the way. <laughs> Steve has no recollection up to a half an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, if anyone's wondering uh, when it's all fully function working, uh, you know, when it's purring like a kitten, it's uh, it's going to be f- recorded on Wednesdays and go out on the following Fridays. That's the plan when it's all. That's the, the when the website and everything started. Yeah, because it'll just be a bit more up to date then instead of fucking. Three weeks or four weeks or two months, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Oh, does tell us about your um, anyway? Your, sorry, the yeah. offer you had. God, yeah, I can't wait for it. Um, base. Well, it is a horror special, and you've seen horror films. One thing or another have this. Well, start on this sort of basis. It was quite creepy. Went to the um, the local shop last night and. I think we can safely say this because I can't see him listening to this podcast somehow. <laughs> I'd be surprised. Um, and the guy in the corner shop bought me <coughs> stuff. He said, um, would you be interested in making some cash? Ooh. So I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on here now? What's going to happen? So anyway, 
Go on, what you're on about is um, he looked at me and at this point a guy walked in the shop and went, I'll just, uh, I'll sort it, I'll sort this guy out and then I'll have a word with you. So I'm like, right, you know. So I'm going to stand over the other side of the shop. Another guy comes in. So it's these two chaps. Been stood there five minutes now. Goodbye. <laughs> And he, he, Your mind must have been fucking racist. Well, yeah, pretty much. I'm thinking, he's oh, looking at the knobs going on. Wayne's all but calm. He goes, um, yeah, yeah. so anyway, how would you... Uh, do the accent. Don't do the accent. How, how would you... Uh, do you really want to edit all that out? Because <laughs> we'll have nothing left. Um, <laughs> yeah, ba- basically, um, he, he hasn't got an accent. He's just completely both told me. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Lynn's over at counting us. How would you be interested in doing some um, some surveillance? And I said, right. I wonder what, if that's what? picking up. There's an ambulance in background. Oh, it's probably the police. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Yeah, so he says, uh, would you be interested in doing some surveillance? I'm like, right. What, what do you mean? Well, uh, yeah, just doing a bit of surveillance. Do you drive? I went, well, I can drive. Don't have a car. Well, get your car. It's not a problem. No, why Ace? I'm just interested whether you'd be interested in doing um, get your car. You'll have a camera, a GoPro on the um, dashboard, and I'll get you another camera, take some pictures. Just keep an eye on my ex-wife because I'm divorced, and my uh, my little lad. He's just asking you to be a private dick then. Like yeah, pretty much. Go go and sit down outside the house in West Orton, and yeah, uh, track their movements and basically follow them about. And then he said, and you might have got Birmingham at some point. <laughs> to court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, you you might have to go to Birmingham at some point, but we'll put you up in an hotel and stuff and pay you expenses and everything. Try to stop banging the table. Um, and yeah, it's just like, well, I'll have, a, I'll, have a, I'll sleep on it. I'll let you know in the next couple of days. It's like, well, what? When, when was it that he asked you? Last night. Have you been in since? No. I can avoid his shop. He's found a new shop. He now walks 45 minutes (laughs) to get some milk. (laughs) said to Steve, it should be interesting though, you should come and film me filming them. Because then if I do get pulled up by police or anything for basically filming children, it's... uh... (laughs) I don't (laughs) think me filming you filming children will get you off the hook. (laughs) Somehow. (laughs) In fact, I think it might embroil me into it as well. Can I film you as well? <laughs> yeah. That'd just fuck with the minds, wouldn't it? They'd be like, oh, there's too much going on. Here. Be, right, I'll, carry on, boys. I'll be, Whatever. I'll be, stood, I'll be stood with them filming you. <laughs> oh. But yeah, just some sort of... This is the film within the film within the film. Mm. Conceptualise! <laughs> you know, Stephen Hutchinson's Inception in Birmingham. He's just bizarre. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's fucking again, Steve pointed out, do you know one? You don't even know my name. I go in, I buy, I buy cigs, I buy back of, uh, chocolate and milk. And it's like, what in, but this is the same guy who a couple of months ago asked me, did I know anything about Adult Finder? Oh, yeah. And them sorts of things. And it's just like, maybe, well, it was, maybe that was the start of his looking for his wife, yeah. probably. <laughs> Yeah, now you see, I've got it. I've got it. You should do it. What's the point? I bet he asks everyone that goes in. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> just have a fucking team of like amateur sleuths roaming around Birmingham looking at, looking for his ex-wife. Fucking hell, sounds like a movie. Yeah, he said, all you have to do is sit in car, 
and take photos and follow them about what's where they're going. I'll pay you 20 quid an hour. I'd do it. I'd do it. I'd need more info on it. but I'd... Well, it is one of those things, again, like I said to you before, I don't want to get involved. Well, you don't want to get involved with something you've got no clue what you're getting involved in. Might be with some big fucking burly bloke who sees you once too many and then, yeah, I don't want to take it. Oh, I've replaced him for people in the corner, Charles. Yeah, somebody else. Kind of like Jack Nicholson in uh, Chinatown, where you know, slashed open by Roman Polanski. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who's not seen the 1973 film Chinatown, <laughs> I've not. You told me that a bit twice there. <laughs> told me fucking ending it the other day. I didn't Forgot tell you the was, ending. You know, no. I can't remember was a bit. We'd had a few chambies. We watched Gross Plate Blank. Um, not a horror film, but a good film. No, I'm not going to Anyway. You don't like Gross Plank? I'm not a fan, no. I'm not a fan of John Cusack. He, get, he just fucking annoys oh, me. Oh, I like John Cusack. I do. No. Ever <laughs> since he held that fucking radio up. He punched Bruce That was like Willis. his first film. I don't care. <laughs> there we go, then. <laughs> he's all, down what, what he's all downhill yeah. from there. What more do you want? You only get one chance with us. <laughs> we're lucky, if you don't blow him away in your first film, <laughs> you're <laughs> fucked for life. We're lucky we're sat here, to be honest. <laughs> Big Jack Nicholson was shit in Little Shop of Horrors, and I've not, I've not liked anything else he's been in since. <laughs> Good lord. But anyway, yes. So, uh, I know I'm obviously I'm pushing it because I'm the biggest horror fan out of the three of us. Um, but we'll give we'll give this horror special a go and see what we actually come up with. I love Halloween. I love. I used to love telly on Halloween. Yeah. When we'd gone home from school, mum had got me a greenhouse. She used to do. A, they probably still do like a lunchbox, but it was a Halloween themed one, like a pumpkin pasty. But they've been selling Halloween stuff since. What we in now? Just we're still in. Yeah, but back then it was October. Halloween. It was Halloween. Second, just second, that week. Second, yeah, August. Go on, sorry. Nothing exciting. I just it was just a, one of those memories that you have a nice one. It's like I had this green ashes with like a sausage roll and a pumpkin uh, cake. You know, it was a cake with a picture of a pumpkin. I wasn't didn't use pumpkins. And it was just there was just like Halloween themed uh, like TV shows yeah. on that day, and I, I like stuff like that. I like Halloween, I, I don't know why it's... They, used to, they, used to, they don't seem to make much of a big deal out of it anymore, but like, in the, was it the early 90s when they had that um, Ghost Watch? Yes. And stuff like that. They actually made, not every year, but <clears throat> there always seemed to be some kind of event. Yeah. Like, but now they'll just put a random... I think it's because there's more channels now. It's, it's, so like, it's very hard to pull people in, so you yeah. can't specifically target something like that. No, so they just bang on an old horror film, don't they? Yeah, I mean, you look at Christmas now. Yeah. Over Christmas, you used to, obviously, the terrestrial tele, the TV channels, we have, uh, one to four sort of thing. It was like, well, you stuck with these anyway, so they whap a load of stuff off. Yeah. Now, it spreads I don't so even thin, know whether they've got a fucking bomb film on anymore. Well, <laughs> bomb film. Okay, really, yeah. You don't have to watch it, but it's nice to know it's on. <laughs> <laughs> like the Queen's speech. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Does she still do that? Yeah. What does she say? Like, 
she just like I don't know, she just kind of like reviews it. I remember because I remember the days when the Queen's speech was like five minutes, right? It's just her like a live feed from her fucking from a flat from a kitchen or something. Like, we're all she's, she's there. Kitchen. She's there like fucking like sorting turkey out and stuff. <laughs> and she Give just, and she just like fucking dog goes like that crunch. Hello. And she just basically <laughs> spoke, spoke yeah. for five minutes, just We're saying this and like that. Daily Smith <laughs> special Christmas morn. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe. I'll it. But now it's like now, 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 now the Queen's speech is like. Um, I can't believe that she like pretended like that she's cooking turkey. Look, 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 I'll be honest with you. Don't don't listen to me. Don't listen to that. The Queen putting a turkey. But what do you think for fate though? Even if it was true. No, she should just do it like sat in a chair in a in a in a room in the palace, like just a live feed for five minutes. Now it's like oh, she's got loads now of it's like a twenty five minute fucking featurette on yeah. like the year in the life of the royals and stuff. Mm. And there's like you know they have like their own like they like draw like she should do like a Christmas special where all the royal family are sat around the table and chatting and like well like come down with me or something. <laughs> yeah. I think the Queen's a right cunt. That turkey she cooked was dry as fuck. <laughs> Six out of ten. I think you should do your own uh, Christmas day, uh, what do you call it, message. You know, you keep saying you're like, being on pot with a fig and a bro. Yeah. Just from the pot. I was imagining from the Queen. From the pot like, at Christmas. If, they ever Hello. Did it, if it was a live feed at a specific time, if she had the shits. And you could just you just see the toilet door shut. You could just hear it from like, I'm wishing you a really good time to Christmas. <laughs> Well, that's how my head works, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It'll be on to fucking Christmas. I don't know. Happy Halloween. <laughs> we'll jump into holidays, won't we? I don't know. But I mean, again, the... Um, going back to Halloween, I mean... The difference in Halloween now compared... Especially with having a niece compared to when we were younger. Obviously, in art shops and one thing, you know, it just... Because it's a massive holiday in America, isn't it? Makes yeah, yeah. what is it? Makes a shed load of cash for folk, and they push it. I mean, it's just proper because you've got the horror houses and one thing or another round here. You're just knocking on random strange doors, hope you don't get well. Something bad doesn't happen to you, which I suppose yeah. is scary in its own right. Trick or treat? Do you mind filming me ex for a few months? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> horror. Yes. What sort of topics have you got, Daz? Well, this week. Hopefully, we'll get something. I mean, what makes a good horror for a good horror film? Are you on the uh, <laughs> the gore side of things? Did you say Alien is a sci-fi movie or a horror movie? It's a horror movie. It's a, a, a sci-fi horror. It, it's, not, it's, it's like the thing. I the think thing's the th- a horror movie, but well, it's also science fiction. It's. I think the theme overrides the. Uh, like setting anyway yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I know where you're coming from yeah it's like the other alien films more like Alien 2 well, is more like an action film Alien what did I say Alien 2 Alien 2 Alien 2 is more like an action film it's one of those things you've got Alien which is a horror film then you've got Aliens which is a completely different beast and like you say it's a full on action film it's got scary bits in it but yeah. it's like more like tension rather than horror yeah yeah I know I like, I don't know where you're coming from. Um, then you've got Alien 3, which... I don't know what you kind of put that in. It's not 
I won't class it as an action film. I won't only class it as a horror film sort of thing. It's more it's a prison drama. It's a prison. It's a it's a social drama. It's about the complex with complex a, with, a, with a big black shiny cock walking about beating people. <laughs> <laughs> you alright though? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Joking. And obviously, Alien Resurrection is just a bit rubbish. It's not terrible, but it's not. It's, it's the just fourth really, best Alien film. Yeah, it doesn't really fit in <laughs> with things. Are you, can, are Considering you, there's about well, there's about eight of them now, isn't there? Oh, in should, uh, what you call it? The Predator one. The ABP. Alright. Nah. What? Which is he's just quicker than saying Aliens vs. Predator. Yeah. Every time we I've, say it. Yeah, I've, ones. No, I didn't bother watching them. I watched the I, first one. And thought it was a bit naff. It is a bit naff. I didn't even watch the second one. The second one some, was worse. Just, yeah, well, someone just said, don't, it might have been you actually, who the, said, don't even bother. The, the whole thing is, with the first one, it's based around... Because mid-90s, they did a run of books and comics yeah. based on Aliens vs Predator which to be fair is a good concept if you think about it the ultimate hunter versus the ultimate price sort of thing um, and the books are really good and it's based around one of them just done it so badly and the fact that it's a 15 and there's virtually no blood in it and one thing yeah. and then the second one they ramped it up to an 18 and they've gone completely the other way I mean the acting is horrendous um, and then they just ramp the gore up for no particular reason. Because, I mean, to be fair, the Alien films aren't overly gory. No. And this one, it's showing, like, the alien impregnating women in the maternity ward and stuff. And really? then the chestbusters coming out. And so it's like, well, what's... There's just no need for that. You've gone from one extreme of having no blood to having all the blood in the world. Yeah. The thing is, though, it's like, I think a lot of modern horror films <clears throat> have kind of lost the way in that respect because they don't think about acting in it. You know, mm. like, the first, like, Alien, there's some really good actors in that, Sigourney Weaver. Like, like you the know. fact that the, for the majority of the film, you don't see the actual alien. Mm. But, so I mean, it's but all it's about... the actors, I mean, you've got, oh, yeah. you've got Sigourney Weaver, Ian Holm, um, what's his name? Um... John Hurt. You've got John Hurt, and then um, and then the other guy's great. <laughs> the black <laughs> guy. The guy with the beard, he's good. That other woman. But they're all like, they're not just a bunch of like teenage wannabes that you never see again. No, I'll say VP2. Exactly, yeah. But the thing is, that, the, the thing is with the Alien films is, especially the first four, I'd say, mm. they had a lot of good actors in them. Even the fourth one, which is crap, they've got good actors in it. Yeah. You know, they've got um, Ron Perlman and, and his little mate, who's in loads of films with him. Yes. Uh, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder's in it. Is that the one with the uh, alien baby? There's a sort of alien the human. The new ball. Alien, yeah, yeah. alien yeah, human yeah. hybrid. Yeah. Spoiler alert for anyone who's not seen the 1997 film Alien Resurrection. It's bad doing spoiler alert. You've done well. Is it. that the actual date? Yeah. <laughs> You, I fucking know my dates, mate. <laughs> don't know anything else. I'm I don't know anything else. I've just got a catalogue of dates <laughs> and when the films were made. Yeah, just <laughs> the, uh, we've just got a book. Yeah. 
Name a film. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fucking CV. Isn't it? <laughs> um, but now it's like the the alien the alien films. They kind of they, they took on board the sort of the typical teen horror idea of getting a load of like just random teenagers in the film, but transplanting that from like a film like um, Halloween or something mm. or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And making it into an alien film, it doesn't really work because I think alien films are—it's not so much about the alien; it's about like zombie films. The yeah. best zombie films aren't about the zombies; it's about the people surviving it. Definitely, mm. Do you know what I mean. And when you get a cast of unknowns that you don't care about, because I think having a famous face in a film is important because you already in, are invested in that person because you know them, so you don't really have to flesh the character out too much. It's like a what if it was Tom Cruise. Uh, Although to be fair, I did watch Edge of Tomorrow the other day. So. I, I really enjoyed it to be honest. I thought I'd... I didn't mind Oblivion either. I thought I was alright. Not seen it. Not seen it. Don't like Tom Cruise. Um, anyway, although, but so, so, so you so you're already so you're already invested in like the the actor because you know the face and you've mm. seen him in other things. So you've, subconsciously you almost know them. This is what I think anyway. So well, you have made your own views. Yeah. On. Yeah, what that, type of person yeah. they are, and and in a way, it's an, it's an easier job for like the writer because mm. they don't necessarily have to. I mean, obviously, a good film will have character development and all that sort of stuff. But I think if you put someone like Harrison Ford in a film, you kind of already know what you're going to get from him anyway. Mm. So you don't really have to explain who he is too much, mm. and that can be a good thing or a bad thing. Like Liam Neeson nowadays, he punches people in the yeah, head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even the grey punching wolves in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, fucking hell. I sure was on one percent there. I forgot to plug it in. Oh, you tit. It <laughs> <laughs> was close. We almost lost this special episode. But yeah, I, I, I just don't know what's. I mean, some of my I, I flip between what I think makes a good horror film. I mean, there's a fine balance. I enjoy the gory horror films. Just because, well, I think it's a bit human nature, really. Just, you know what I mean? It's like Hostel. I'm, I'm not a fan of the film. I'm a real, I'm a big fan of the, I think the idea is scary. Yeah. I think the implementation that they did with it and the sequels that follow, because yeah. um, there's two, isn't there? There's Hostel 2 and Hostel 3. Oh, is there? Hostel 3 set in Las Vegas. Right. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that the hangover? Pretty much. <laughs> um... Well, funnily enough, they go on a stag do. They end up at this club. Uh, turns out that one of the guys on the stag do has sold his mates to the people who uh, then sell them on to torture so that he can then bang his wife. And it's just like... But anyway, Spoiler yeah, alert. But again, in the first one, I, well, I think I said that to you when we came out of the cinema. I, I, I think the idea is scary, especially going to a different country and you don't know what's going to happen. That sort of thing... Yeah, yeah. Kind of ticks over in your brain, yeah. and then they go full bore on the what's actually happening. I, yeah, I, I usually think less is more. Sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah. The idea of something and what you can put in your head is usually worse than what they can show on the screen. Sort of thing. I mean, there is yeah, not knowing is always That's more what, Yeah, exactly. That's why I think Blair Witch Project works. Oh, that shit me up. Well, you know. Because I'll tell that story in a bit, though. Um, 
Uh, no, I'll tell the one about the six cents as well. Either way, I'm not all we are. Whatever. <laughs> no, it's all right. I'm not. You know, I'm not. I'm not trying to embarrass. But again, me. we'll do the do the six cents one after I've told the George one because then it kind of gives it a bit of context. Context, people. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing well this evening. You're very quiet there, Lou. Yeah, I'm just listening. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember I what I was listening. talking about. Blair Witch. Yeah, because like you like you say, you you make it up. Kind of in your mind. It's like oh, yeah, it's like hinted towards what it is, but you kind of make your own choices and because you never actually see anything, it's all just hear it and you see hints of it and stuff. You never actually see a person who's after him. No. Which like? usually is a staple for horror films. You have to see the monster or the killer or whoever. That usually crops up at some point. But Blair Witch is like the more the villain really is their own like paranoia in a way. Yeah. But again, that's kind of one of the things that the Blair Witch did. I mean, we're talking about the first one, not the second one. The second one's like a bleeding MTV video. Terrible. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, you know. were, I mean, I can't knock them. They were very clever. Obviously, the internet had not just started, but it was time yeah. when people were getting their own internet connections at home and one thing or another. And the fact that they put a website up and made up all fake details on the fact that they disappeared and one. Yeah. I'll give them the due that way because, I mean, obviously it made that... the found footage yeah. thing explode. Yeah. Which, again, is something that's done, still done today. And yeah. it's done to death. Yeah. Mm. No, it's... There's certain ones that I've really enjoyed, the found footage stuff. Wasn't Cloverfield? Yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah, I enjoyed oh, yeah, Cloverfield yeah. until they showed the monster at the end. Yeah, and this is it. This is this is the point exactly, isn't it? It's like sometimes they can't. Because again, Clo- Cloverfield, you don't see anything at all, and it's all about them coping with the fact that this giant monster is attacking the city. I but mean, you don't. The monster's got nothing to do with anything really. Yeah. And then at the end, it's just a matter of, and it's like, oh, it's horrible. It's right. Shit, monster. that monster. Whoever designed that monster wants fucking springing up. <laughs> Maybe listening, oh, maybe you're listening to you, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you watching the Godzilla? Yes. One of my friends who I won't name didn't like it because there wasn't enough Godzilla in it, he said. Well, I, didn't, I didn't notice. Well, like, when I watched it, I wasn't going, fucking hell, he's only been in it six and a half minutes, cunt. Well, again, it's... it was just enough, I thought. I mean, yeah. if, if he was in it all the way through it, I'd get bored. It's not it's like he's got any good lines. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things in the original Japanese, obviously, turned. Not the first one, but in subsequent ones, he turns up knocking seven bells out of usually a space monster. Yeah. You know, like King Ghidorah or Mothra or one thing or another. Poor Mothra. And, um. Must have misunderstood. That's what the film's about, sort of thing, but this, this wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> Walk this <bits>. wasn't. <laughs> But no, I um, it's one of those things, and because they kept him off the screen more, when he did pop up, like at the bridge and everything, you see him full on for the first time. It like Tim looked back ahead, and then obviously the atomic breath, God, I bit, almost, I almost and the noise and everything. It's like the atomic breath noise, and it's like oh, yeah, when his tail started lighting up, I was gripping Laura's arm. I'm like, no. They're not. They're not gonna. And obviously, obviously when he did it, I fucking squaws around with excitement like a little. Were you expecting him not to do it? it sort of. Not, not that I didn't expect it. It was just. It was. I'm just glad they did it. I was glad they did it the way they did it. 
like the with this with it all lighting up and stuff. And yeah. It's like, and, and I and I got the same. I didn't like squeeze anybody's eyes. Didn't have any like emotion that. at all because <laughs> I was there on my own. Squeezing shoulder at person in front of you. Which Lewis was grabbing someone's head. But no, it's one because it could have just complete. It, it fitted in. I really enjoyed it. And that bit where it kills the yeah, yeah, atomic yeah. breath. That's yeah. just. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah, it was so uh, badass. And yeah. it's, it's the fact that he's got a sense of because you don't really see him as well for the majority of the film, and when you do see him, it's for a very short amount of time. You really get a sense of this, how big he's supposed to be. Mm. For me, in that bit where he's swimming next to the boat. Yeah. Because you, yeah. you can kind of conceptualise the size of a aircraft carrier. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. And the fact that he's just swimming next to him and he's huge. But when he zooms in, like, above the bridge and you see him, you see all the boats, mm. and you just see him, the outline of him flying under yeah. the bridge. It's like, Jesus. Another thing I liked Ouch. about it was um, I know what um, he was on about. Mm. I don't want to mention his name. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't think he's going to get much flack for not liking the new god Joe <laughs> right well when Joe was like <laughs> fucking Joe when Joe said there's not enough Godzilla in it I can understand why he said that because like Daz said the Godzilla films of like the 70s mm. the ones the famous ones were just basically Godzilla yeah. in a studio set having a brawl with another monster well, and Godzilla you've versus Mecha Godzilla, that's how it starts, isn't it? With Godzilla yeah. getting his ass kicked. And, and it's and it's not and there's no these character there's human characters in it, but they're very, very on the periphery. Uh, I don't even know where we're how do we get onto Godzilla? Uh Godzilla no, uh, Oh well we got onto off back of Cloverfield and stuff, yeah, yeah. they found footage. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I can understand where he was coming from because compared to like the famous Godzilla films, the ones that like yeah. he's known for the human character—it's it's all Godzilla. The whole thing is about Godzilla, yeah. and is you know it follows him mm. rather than the people. Whereas mm. the new one followed the people. Yeah. But what also I like about it is that Godzilla is like uh, a goodie in this. Oh, a goodie. You know, he's, he's, isn't he's, he's <laughs> one? Exactly. Yeah, that's what he's, I mean. He's, you're, you're, there's uh, a, there's a few where he's the villain. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the but origi- generally he's the one that's saving the earth. Yeah, I mean the original one that they did was a. Big that the Japanese did was obviously in the fifties. Just after, well, sorry, just after after they dropped the atomic bomb, mm. yeah, and um, everyone was scared of radiation and one thing or another. So that obviously yeah. grew out of this uh, the fear of nuclear <coughs> war, yeah. nuclear mutant in it at the end yeah. of the day. Mm. But um, yeah, and the rest of them, he is just a good thing. But I, what I liked the way they did this. Because in the in the Japanese one, he always seems like he's been called. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because I, I remember the eighties cartoon Godzilla where they had whistles um, or something, didn't they? No, just, that's a fucking family nest. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, woo! woo! Fucking, they were rings, weren't they? <laughs> Is that the um, too? Is that? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they had like a walkie-talkie that they could call him on. Oh yeah, and it like you the Godzilla have a walkie-talkie. Uh, this walkie-talkie, <laughs> just holding his tiny walkie-talkie. It, it, it Hello. Was, it was one of those things. They um... <laughs> fucking hell. Hello. <laughs> 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 oh, 
right. Fucking can they? With a standard 80s cartoon, like four kids. You know, and then some bad guy turns off and bloody bad the and some shit. And then in the last two minutes of the thing, they call Godzilla and he saves them and everything's fine. Like, all that crap. But what I like in that is the uh, the fact that it's explained that he's a force of nature. The reason he's turned up is because these things that have been in hibernation have turned up. And he's just a bit pissed off that he's no longer... Well, he's the, like the alpha, alpha... Yeah, the alpha predator. Yeah. So he's, he's just turned up to kick the shit out of these things and then go and have a kip again. But he's not really asked, he's not asked about humanity in any shape or form. It's just some big bastards turn up and you think, hey, up, I'm on for it here. He lives in Farnworth. <laughs> Finally. Friday night, fight. night a fight. <laughs> Good night out. <laughs> right, I'm off to bed now. <laughs> I like it in the new one after he like kills the second one. He just collapses. Everyone's like, oh, okay. and then he just gets up again in about five minutes. He's just like... Nothing. Yeah, he always, he always gets like... Like... The, the, I don't know how many times he fought Mechagodzilla, but I think it was like the first one that Mechagodzilla was in. And oh no, it's not even Mechagodzilla. It's like another one, and it splits his head open with it. It's got like claws. You always get back. And it split. It literally, you see his head splitting open. I remember watching. You it as see a kid. the guy inside. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Too much. I remember watching it as a kid and thinking that he was generally, you know, genuinely dead. Yeah. And then he he just like gets thrown off, and he's like in a big fucking heat. Yeah. But then he just wakes up again. At the beginning of Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, Mechagodzilla and the aliens controlling him just beat ten bells of shit out of him sort of thing. And then at the end of the film, he comes back and kicks at his ass. Well, actually, even even in the new one, he dies, doesn't he? They all think he's dead, and mm. then he just wakes up. I mean, yeah. I would have preferred more Brian Cranston in it, though. Yeah, I was I'd surprised. I'd rather Owen Taylor, whatever his name is, get killed. Yeah, and Brian Cranston. Yeah, you were a bit of a non entity in the film, sort yeah. of thing. I Generic, like, been in the army, and, uh, yeah, you know, you've got to go right back into it. Again, yeah. I, was, I was surprised what happened to Brian Cranston, though, isn't it? As, Spoiler alert, as, yeah. he fucking dies. As soon as he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Into the film, I was expecting him, because it's kind of been publicised, it's Brian Cranston in Godzilla, sort of thing. He's in it for ten minutes, and then he dies, and it's like, oh, you're gonna have to put a spoiler alert on the uh, fuck it <laughs> on the front. Of fuck yous. <laughs> on the front. And we're back. Indeed, just been for a piss. All three of us at once, yes. across the streams, all crowded around the toilet, across the streams like in Ghostbusters. Segway. Nineteen eighty-four. Yeah, let's talk about uh, the new Ghostbusters, eh? Oh. Hey? Yeah. Right, well, it's not. It's one of those things. It was inevitable. Everything else is getting remade, so why not? Yeah. Is it an actual remake? Is it a reboot? I think they said. I think they were going to do like a reboot, but I can't yeah. imagine that they'll be called like Spengler. Well, and... I mean, it's one of those things. Well, that it last... might be. I don't know. The last thing Ray I um, I heard is they were talking about. Not rebooting it as such, but having the original cast who were up for it come back and then hand over to... Do you mean, do you mean Dan Aykroyd? Ernie Hudson will be in it. No, he didn't want to be in it. He, he, uh, There's he, a steady <laughs> paycheck in it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've well seen Congo. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, Dragon Ball. Isn't he in Dragon Ball? Yeah, yes. Oh, Jesus. 
But um, it's one of those things. It was obviously supposed to be handing over to the new generation of Ghostbusters. So I didn't know whether it was going to be something along them lines or whether it just. Yeah. But for, for for anyone who doesn't know, they're going to replace the cast with women. Uh, do you want to do you want to say a bit more there, Steve, yeah. so we don't get a lot? Yeah, of... no, no, no. I am. I'm, in, in the in the words of Ernie, <laughs> in the words of Ernie Hudson, I love females, right? <laughs> and I was saying to you before, I don't care that they're going to do it with women. No, if, they if they've done it not... with if they've done it with four blokes, I'd have I'd have you know it still would have been an outrage because. You don't, it doesn't need to be done. Well, I mean, we were saying it. The, the films, brilliant films, but they're a product of the 80s. I've never heard of a reboot that's had so much backlash though straight away. Mm. Like, that much coverage. Like, like, articles about people kicking off about it. Yeah, well, it's like, it's very precious to people, isn't it? It's like... Oh, yeah, I fucking... You know, I love Ghostbusters. You know, for a lot of people, it's, it's, it's up there with Star Wars in terms of, like... You know, culture shifting, mindset planting. You know, it's, it's Star Wars. Mm. Um, it's like, it's I the think first if they were film after, remember going to seeing at the cinema. Yeah, it's like if they rebooted Star Wars and recast it and just did a New Hope or Episode Four or Star Wars. just Star Wars again with Luke Skywalker and they did the whole thing and they recast Luke Skywalker and stuff like that. There'd be so much hatred for it, you know. Mm. And somehow they got away with it with Star Trek. No, but, they didn't. Well, no, they no. I guess they didn't. But people did like the film in the end. It's, it's one of those. I like the. Well, it wasn't a bad film, but I'm guessing that when they did re- say they were recasting it, there was a massive backlash. Yeah, it is one of those things. I, I mean, I like the way that they've. With it being a reboot, I like the way they have rebooted it and changed. The history of the universe, so it's yeah. a complete offshoot. It can't, can't now follow anything else. I mean, obviously, it can and one thing and another, but it's not the same universe anymore. No, no they've, got, they've, reboots... they've got around it by making the. They've got around it. It's really clever the way they have done it in Star Trek, where they have rebooted it, but they've made the reboot part of the existing universe. Yes. Yes. So they've managed to cross it over. So in a way, it is canon. But again, you know, they've got to stop ringing Spock. Just it is. It's like every time in. they get in the shit, it's like let's ring Spock. <laughs> Spock, how did you? Have you ever met a bloke called uh, Khan? Ooh, you've not met Khan, have you? Bad enough. <laughs> He's a rummin' him. <laughs> uh, yeah, how did you uh, defeat him? Oh well, we just kind of chased him around a nebula. <laughs> we just kind of chased him around a nebula and shot his shit to shit. And that one, they just twatted him though. And yeah, mm. spoiler for anyone who's not seen the nineteen eighty three film Star Trek: Wrath of Khan. I think we watched it, wasn't it on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Anyway, horror. Back to horror. Yes, back to horror. Back to horror. Well, we were on Ghostbusters, weren't we? Oh yeah. Which. I've been asking people what's their favourite horror film or which films scared them scared them the most if they were younger oh scared them now even like and what did you find out what scared Laura as a child was Thriller from Michael Jackson Mm. when he turned into a white guy it terrified her (laughs) no when he uh, (laughs) when he transforms (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when he transformed. 
Uh, that bit scared him. When he turned into the wolf or the zombie? Wolf, I think. I think it's when he turns around and he's got like his eyes. The eyes, yeah. Yeah, yeah that is it's scary. It is scary. For a music video. Hmm. Uh, kid, yeah, I'll give, it, I'll give it that, yeah. Scary. Okay, next. In your big survey, you asked Laura. Well, I asked... <laughs> your <laughs> girlfriend. I've, I've been wandering around asking people all this week. I asked uh, some bloke in pub. Oh, yeah, you did, yeah. Some random guy. I can't remember what he said. I can't. Fuck. Good research there, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right, what scared you as a kid? Ask you now. Um, what, scared, what film scared me as a kid? <laughs> um... Uh, I remember specific moments in movies that scared me like I mean films like I mean can we class Jaws as a horror film I think it scared you it uses horror devices yeah oh yeah very much does it uh, you know music and not seeing it properly and all that sort of stuff And I mean again it can be a fine because I, I don't know I kind of class Jaws as like a I don't know a thriller an aquatic Maybe. thriller an aquatic thriller which, again, between thriller and horror, there is kind of a fine line between yeah, yeah. Yeah. which way things go. But yeah, I know where you come from. Jaws is a scary film. Yeah, Jaws, I mean, the thing is, horror films don't really... I mean, I didn't really watch many horror films when I was a kid. Um, My neighbour did. He was like... His older brother always let him watch all the horror movies. Yeah. I well, that's the thing. I never, I didn't have an older brother, so like that's usually how you watch horror films as a kid. If you've got an older sibling, they'll, they'll, they'll show you these films, you know? Yeah. We do, so we, I never really yeah. had that, but the things that used to, I used to I used to be scared of Jaws and the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> it was me and me. What the idea of just Lou Ferrino? The scared the shit out of me. I couldn't I couldn't stay in the same room as like when it was on because mm. I, mm. I used to actually be scared when he used to turn. Et was like that. Wasn't he? He was mm. Terrified of Et. Yeah, I remember the ending of um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That bit creeped me out. When the guy turns into a cat. Spoiler. When the guy. <coughs> For anyone who's not seen the 1989 film Who Framed Roger Rabbit. When Christopher Lloyd um, goes from human into the cartoon. That bit, like with the. Is it acid or something like that? Or when he gets flattened. And, I can't remember. That bit that bit scared me. Yeah. And the pussy. Event Horizon scared me when I first saw that. Event Horizon. Yeah. A horror film. Mm. I really like Event Horizon. I really rate it. It's horror. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Oh, we all looked in that Salford Keys in the 70s. Yeah, we did, with your cousin. Yeah. Event Horizon, 1997. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyone who's not seen the 1997 film Event Horizon. This episode's going to be called Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. But um, <coughs> everyone not giving any spoilers out for Event Horizon. Gets his eyes gouged out. Gouged out. They all fucking died. Well, they don't, do they? Or do they? No. <laughs> anyway, yeah, because right at the end, because no. right at the end, you've got what's her name, Jolly Richardson, and that other bloke who survive. The black guy survives. Yeah. The guy who's been into. Well, yeah, but the but then but then they all wake up from that that kind of cryo sleep thing, Spice. and all and all those guys come in, and and she's like panicking, and the guy grabs her, and he's got like a space helmet no, on, yeah, but that... and then he says, "It's all right, you're with us, you're with us." And then his, the visor shoots up and it's Sam Neill, Sam Neill, isn't it? Yeah, but that happens and then she wakes up. That's why she, she's in, still in the cryo tube, panicking. Oh, yeah. Oh, Which, yes. again... So there are survivors. Possibly. 
or are there? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there's not. But again, I, I, I do like Event Horizon. I think, it's a, I think it is a good horror film. Yeah. I mean, there's certain bits in it that just, again, don't need to be in it, like the black guy being shot off into space and then, I'm coming back, you know, with his, his jet pack. His yeah, he has to stuff. get like a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think Candyman scared me. Uh, not really like then the mythos mythos the mythos of it like it's the whole thing he's looking into the mirror and saying his name five times in the bit there's a scene you know that kid's holding onto his crotch and he's crying there's blood everywhere Mm. that bit fucking I turned it off after that there's an episode of the real Ghostbusters that scared me as well when uh, Winston's they're in like a car factory that's haunted Winston gets like strapped down and all these car parts start like connecting onto him and he starts getting like made into a car I don't know why it's called. Like the woman in Superman 3. Yeah, yeah. That bit. That That's bit, great. That, that, that bit. That bit used to scare me. That bit used to scare me as well. Fucking terrifying. <laughs> Richard Pryor's pretty scary in that film as well. Yeah. 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 Richard Pryor's pretty scary in that film as well. But in, for all different reasons. For all different reasons. Think as, a, think as a child watching it, you don't really get what's going on with it. Well, no. <laughs> and then as an adult, and you know that he just had no idea that he'd ever made that film. Um, I heard that he was, like, fuck, doing most of that movie. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was like, a, it, was like on, it wasn't at the height of his, like, drug addiction, but I think he'd, he'd kind of... He was doing all right. Relax, like, uh, I, think. I, think come, I think he'd come out of it, but then he'd started again or something. Like Nick and The Incredible Hulk, was it Eric Banner? Just going back, because the Hulk scared you. Um... <laughs> He's, he's come out and said he can't remember anything of that because he was just absolutely battered all the yeah. way through. But the thing is, that. most people who've seen that film can't remember anything about it. Which one's that? The Eric Banner one. Yeah, all right, the, yeah. Um, oh, what's he called? It's not Banner, isn't it? Isn't he called Banner? Yeah, he's called Eric Banner. The actor. Yeah, and the actor's called Eric Banner. Yeah, yeah. He's playing Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner, yeah. No, I just trying to think of the guy who made the film. Oh, Ang Lee. Ang Lee, that's it. Ang Lee's. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Hulk. <coughs> the one's just called Hulk. Yeah, it's just called Hulk. Hulk yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, who made the one after it? It was um, the guy from... What was that? Food Factory? From Fight Club. Who? In the Incredible Hulk movie. David Fincher? No. The fucking... What's his name? The guy that plays Hulk. Ed Norton. Ed Norton, yeah. Plays oh, Hulk right, yeah. Him. He wrote hmm. it as well. Did he? Yeah, Edward Norton wrote the incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, I co-wrote it anyway. But he, uh, he, he had not terrible. It's just very. Meh. I'm not even saying it. I don't really. I don't like the like Hulk as a movie or a... no. I don't. I think really... Hulk's a bit naff. Yeah, I do. I, c- I couldn't ever like relate or get into it because there's only so much you can do. I understand the the sort of you know area. the rage and turning into this, but after that, it's just like yeah, it doesn't really do anything except smash the shit out of things. They should have it where he's got the same brain. He's Eric Banner, he's just like massive. We can still think he's like, I want to do some fucking chess. <laughs> do you want to get Hulk. into the different stages of the Hulk? No. <laughs> I mean, I know we can talk. They, were the, they like... were the Grey Hulk they started off as because they had, they could only print a certain number of colours on the page and green wasn't <coughs> one of them. So they started off as Grey. <laughs> then it becomes a Green Hulk. The mindless one, he's got, there's the Green Hulk that's slightly less strong, but He's got Bruce Banner's genius intellect. There's the other Grey Hulk that's called Mr. Fix-It, mm. who's basically a detective. bouncer, yeah, come detective. There's the Red Hulk, which actually isn't Bruce Banner, it's General Ross. Same guy. 
many incarnations of the Hulk. Oh, there are so the Green Hulk, the one that is famous. Yes, wasn't actually the had the personality that everyone thinks he had. The one that's famous. Well, yeah, that's that's Hulk Smash. That's the brute Hulk sort of thing. Oh right, I thought you said he, he had the intellect and everything. No, he, he gets he, Bruce Banner eventually. Well. It's been rebooted several times since. But he he gets to choose which Hulk, in certain timelines in the comics, he gets to choose which Hulk he turns into. Right. Because then it always shows the avatars of the Hulks in his head, you know, in his psyche, fighting it out on his mind. He just, like, scrolls through it. Yeah. Gay Hulk. For who wants to turn up. So anyway, yes. So we're going off a bit. So um, let's let's do horror and computer games. Did you play computer games? Silent Hill. You is 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 absolutely obsessed with the Silent Hills. The Resident Resident Evil's my favorite. This is where I go quiet. One of those things. I remember uh, getting Silent Hill One, a copy of some fucking geezer mm. years ago. And uh, it only worked on my mum's telly because it was the only one that had a scat lead. Me and my friend Lewis. It's not, I wasn't on my own making, making up other people with a really... Putting a mirror next to you. <laughs> with a limited, Hello, Lewis. I'm making up friends with a very limited like, list of names. <laughs> Lewis and Murphy. <laughs> so Mur- me and Lewis. Murphy's Irish. <laughs> Paddy. Uh, so me and Lewis are about to play Silent Hill. I need Daz first. You don't give a fuck. Daz has just gone for a shit. Oh, no, he's gone into the kitchen. He's having a booze. So, yeah. Silent Hill, yes. just playing it, and uh, it was it was black and white for some reason. I don't know if it's because the PS one that was chipped was fucked or whatever. Or no, dodgy Scarlet. That uh, yeah, that would be it. But I played it first in black and white, mm. and um, I remember like no game had scared you like Silent Hill and scared you. It works really well in black and white. It'd be like an old horror film. Obviously, ever, there's have... fog everywhere. I mean, the fog was put in it because yeah, because the bit right. Yeah, they couldn't do what they wanted to do with the game. Yeah. They draw distances and everything. That's they can't put it in because it looks absolutely shine. So the fog is that to cover that up. But again, in Silent Hill, the fog has become an integral part. Yeah. I, I mean, in the light one, obviously you've got downpour waves. Every time it rains, things swap over. Um, but for the majority of it... I'm waiting for Silent Hill windy. Have you ever... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a bit gusty out there. Zombies. <laughs> Have they ever made a game that's all in black and white? Like, as a stylistic thing? Yeah. Yes. There's a few. Limbo's. Apart, well, yeah, apart from Limbo. Like, uh, you know, like... Um, what was that one that was all black and white and red? You know, like a the, game... Oh, the, the Wii one. There's that Wii one. You know, like a game mm. like... Um, um, you know, like a Grand Theft Auto or a Silent Hill or something like that. It's all in black and white as a stylistic thing. Noir, you can actually set set it to black and white. Um, and the options you can have like just normal mode or black and white mode. So you can play an entire game in black and white. Oh, right. Because my next thing was going to say, like, Noir could have benefited from doing that. There you go. Or get blazed and play it. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Noir. 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 What did I say? Noir. Noir. <laughs> No wow. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're getting off. We're getting off. We're getting... But any... so that's a pronounced noir. Horror, horror, <laughs> film, uh, horror games. I don't know of anything in that genre. I mean, there's been a little games. I've not known of them putting a 
full-size game, you know, like a proper retail game, it's black the, and white. Cause uh, apart from the Wii one, which, to be fair... It's not horror, though, is it? Mad World. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, it's more of a beat-em-up sort of thing. But, um, to be fair, it didn't do overly well. <coughs> it's a very niche thing, and the only reason they did that is because it came out on the Wii, and obviously mm. I think Nintendo... I oh, think if we put it in black and white, we'll show a shitload of blood because it's cartoon. I mean, the thing not. is, there's no reason to have a game in black and white. That's the thing. The reason why all films are in black and white is because they couldn't film in colour. Mm. But now that's become like synonymous with like film noir and uh, things yeah. like that, you know. <laughs> so doing a game like a film noir game or a cinematic game in black and white would be would be, would work as long as it harked back to the like the old films that were in black and white. You know, you couldn't do like yeah. a modern sci-fi no, game no. in black and white because modern sci-fi films aren't in black and white. But you could do a sci-fi film that looked like the old War of the Worlds or if it was set in the 1940s or something. Mm. If that was in black and white, that'd work because it'd, it'd send your mind back to the old films that were in black and white. Yeah, yeah so you get a sense of nostalgia. Yeah. So you'd, you'd give it more leeway because mm. of that. Oh, they call you a pretentious twat. Well, yeah. Uh, but no, I'm, again, Resident Evil, Silent Hill. Adore them. The Evil Within comes out. It came out yesterday. That, yes. that, that game, apparently, is going back to the roots of survival horror games. Like Resident Evil started off. Mm. It was very limited in, in the action. It was more about the scares and the puzzles. Or later, they got rid of more of the... Um, the scares, I guess. There was still a few puzzles, but it was more of an action game. Right, well, very much one, so, yeah. This new one is, from what I've seen, I've not played it, but I've seen like footage and trailers, and the the main thing is it like it's surviving, like like yeah. you start off and like you're like tied up and you've got to get out, and there's no like you've got no weapons. It's all about like hiding and dodging, mm. just like the new uh, Alien game which is coming out, which is apparently like you have to make your own weapons and stuff, and yes. if, if the alien sees you, you're fucked. Mm. And it's supposed to be terrifying. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard it's supposed to be terrifying. Mm. Especially if you're playing on like surround sound and everything. Yeah. Apparently, the audio on it is just amazing. I've got um, some headphones now. Yeah, but nice. The Last of Us. You know, sorry, like trying to it makes it help. It really helps that game yeah. as well. well again, yeah. I love playing stuff. I mean, I know you're not a big shooter fan, but shooter, it really helps. I'll play, I'll play, you can hear yeah. people. You can, you, you can tell you where because you can hear footsteps anyway. But when you just on stereo sound, you're not quite sure where they're coming from. With them, you can kind yeah. of tell, and it does actually help. Input Steve, um, I like games. I, I, I like, like Pac-Man. I like playing yeah. them sometimes. Oh no! But I've got to be honest. Just grabbing some games off my shelf. What's that? The suffering. I have to stop playing this game. Because, and Kerry can vouch for this. Was it this one or the second one? I don't remember. But it was giving me horrendous nightmares. And I mean, I mean, I have nightmares pretty much every night. That's why I don't I think sleep I this well. Yes. Well, you start you off in prison. prison. Yeah, 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 it was good. Yeah, it was creepy. But, uh, no, it gave me absolutely horrible nightmares. I just could not sleep. And it just, yeah, it was just one of those things. It, but yeah, the suffering on Xbox. Is <laughs> I it recommend on, it. Is it on the PS2 as well? Uh, yes, I believe it was. Cool. But yeah. Spoiler alert if you've not heard of the uh, 1990 
2004. Again. Hello. <laughs> the suffering. But no, uh, yeah, I mean, the Silent Hills, I adore the Silent Hills. The two different entities, I mean, trying to hit anything in Silent Hill is absolutely horrendous, but again, it, that, scary, that's the, the point. The noises in Silent Hill are, like, what make it scary. There's a documentary of the second one, and the sound guy says, um, all the sound effects and stuff you hear mm. are things that they try to create noises that you wouldn't normally hear. Mm. Yeah, they're disturbing, they like, yeah, because what you're not used to or what you don't hear obviously, is obviously more scary. And <coughs> you do, like, you know when, you, when the monsters are coming in the first one and the radio just starts feed, yeah. like, feedback and... Mm. Well, again, yeah. there's certain frequencies, isn't there? They mm. just set the human ear and people in general on edge. It's either we get really low bass or hey. something. It's just something you can't make. Have you ever heard of number stations? Yeah. Don't even get me started. We should talk on. about number stations. Yeah. Do you, do you, first, yeah. We started like getting pissed, right? <laughs> and he said, like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm "Drinking just, uh, tequila and uh, I'm just uh, absinthe." We, we had some it. absinthe. I'm gonna put some number stations on. And they put them on. He's got, I'm the, Cornell Pro- got. the Cornell Project, which mm. um, again I would recommend if you're into like weird audio stuff. Um, look into the Carnell Project, and it was uh, basically uh, number stations. Are, no one really knows what number stations are, but there's a lot of conspiracy theories about them, where they're basically like hidden broadcast houses um, that transmit um, messages, usually in the form of numbers, repeated numbers. And there's like all different theories about, you know, some of them say they're just testing the frequency, others say that they're actually coded messages for spies in other countries. Do you want to hear one? Yeah. So these, you can actually like get to these now, can't you? You can actually like, tune in and listen to them. Oh yeah, they're just on normal. The, 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 yeah, yeah, I've been. They're just on normal frequencies. So this is this is one. This is a uh, the Swedish Rhapsody number station. Tung. Is this uh, is it going to start? Yeah, there's one with a little old counting in Germany. There we go. That's the thing, they're not always numbers being said, it's snap. There you go. Oh. It's pretty creepy. It's like seven, eight, one, one, one. Sorry. Let's crack the code tonight. Yeah. 
one thing I do always remember about the German is my number. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so no one really knows what they are, but the, they're out there and they exist. And I don't want to get into a conspiracy debate here, but... That's, you know. that's for a different special. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll do that for the... Uh, Christmas special. At the anniversary of JFK's assassination. We'll do a... What, next April? Conspiracy special. Yeah. But, um, we'll do it next week. We might have it out by then. Yeah. That's not a dig. I think it was. Fucking Lewis dragging his feet. I'm looking at me. Trying to get shit on the road. Fucking hell. What are you today? I bought a mixer that don't fucking work. Still, we're still all crowded around, around one microphone. Wanking into a fucking bucket together. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to what we were talking about originally. Be fucking. So you're a Resident Evil man. All right, yeah. Again, did you play the? Um, oh, which one? It the one that's actually set before everything else and the zero water. Zero. No. Oh, Revelations. Yeah. No, that's that was... that's not set before, is it? I thought it was. I thought it was. Oh, it might be. I don't know. Yeah, I'm playing at the moment. I've got it on the Xbox 360. I know, I know it's supposed to kind of hark back a bit to the things because obviously Resident Evil Six. It's more like four and f- more like more like four, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's it's it's, it's not as stupid as six. Let's put it that way. See, six I've, is I've, fucking I've got gash. Because I paid two pound fifty for it. Yeah, I bought it when it came out. Like the day it came mm. out, I was like, yeah, I've got it. And um, then I read all the reviews. I didn't because I didn't read any reviews. I was like, I love Resident Evil. It's gonna be good. Mm. Awful. It was just a like a third person shooting game. Yeah, with well, some zombies as well. It was just boring. It was just well, it wasn't. It wasn't scary at all. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I don't. Resident Evil is more about the jumps. Because mm. I mean, the first <clears> one, the bit where you're walking down the passageway and the goblins jump through the window. I don't I know like, what's going to happen, and that still makes me go. Oh. Like I love the pre-rendered, um, the pre-rendered images. Like the new ones, it's all three D and it's following around. But like the old ones, it was almost like it was all security camera footage because it was always yeah. a still, a still background. Yeah, you know, walking around, and, and when, like if you go into a room, and there's a, a corridor that you can't see around because you know you're just a you sprite know, on you the don't picture. Have a clue what's coming. You can just hear this like, like footsteps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like shuffling. And Come on, again, I remember getting. So the bot sort at the bottom of the screen. Fucking sorted out, Capcom, dickhead. Sort at the bottom of the screen and then backing off Ooh. when you hear something coming because you know something's gonna shamble around the corner, sort of thing. One of the things that I think makes Silent Hill a scarier game because again, it's the sound in it. Yeah, there's that much stuff going on, and because you can't see anything because of the because uh, of the fog, it's just creepy as hell. I don't, I, be honest, I think things are more disturbing that they've come up with in Silent Hill than Resident Evil. Yeah. I'm not knocking Resident Evil because they adore it. It's just uh, Silent Hill is more of a disturbing game. Resident Evil had it right though and then they just changed it and mm. they didn't need to. They never needed to. Well, the, the pinnacle. Right. Two? Two's my favourite, yeah. With Leon. We get players, him and is it Claire? I always play as Leon. Yes. Because, like, that was the one that introduced the liquor. Yeah. That scene when you go into the corridor and you look up and it's on the ceiling. And I think the fact that it, because it killed me, like, the first time, mm. I was like, it just scared me. Yeah. And uh, uh, the, the third one's got, um, what's his name, that stars guy. Stars. Um, well, uh, Nemesis. Nemesis, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, what scared me in that was, in the old one, you can just run through a door. 
Yeah, I'll go back in there in a few minutes when I've gathered, gathered myself. <laughs> and that one, if you leave, you'll hear the door go behind you, and he's opened the door and he chases you, and you can't get away from him. No, you can't kill him, and he's just a bastard. Mm. Then you had uh, Cold Veronica. Cold Veronica was okay, yeah. Enjoyed that. Four is brilliant. Yes, but it's different. Yeah, it's it changes. Two and four the... are my favourite, but. Only because they're, they're, they're completely different. different games, though. It's it's one of those games. Like, um, here's a question for you: Out of the two sets, Resident Evil film or Silent Hill film? I'd probably rather watch the Silent Hill film. How many did they make? Two. There's two Silent Hill. Yeah. I think there's five. I they're second. supposed to be making another Silent Hill, and I've seen bits coming for it, and it looks proper. The second one, like. Yeah, it was shit, but I I didn't mind it. It was um, you can't you can't make a good fucking movie of a game though. No, well, it's what without changing it, and if you change it, no one's gonna be happy. It's it's such a fucking like the only way to make a movie of a game if, is if the game, the story in the game is is like solid and perfect. Like yeah. like Last of Us, they're doing a Last of Us movie, which makes sense to me because it's like it was like a good ride. It was a it was a good story and game. But like Resident Evil, it's like it's not that. The, well, the writing's right. always been shit in it anyway. Which is, I, I mean, I do, prefer, I'll be honest, I prefer the Silent Hill films. But I don't mind the Resident Evil films because they hark back to, again, like Resident Evil 1 and 2 because they kind of acted and the scripts yeah, sort of bad in that. I don't I don't because obviously I'm, I'm not trying not to say that the games were bad because they're not. But they're always grieved upon because of the script yeah. is very cheesy and yeah. the voice acting's terrible in them and one thing or another. Well, in the Resident Evil 1, they changed the uh, entire intro, didn't they? They, re- they didn't just re- like mm. CGI, they, they re- did the audio because the acting's that gash. Yeah. So it is, um, yeah. There has, there has, there has been some, some nuggets. I'm going to some nuggets. Come back to the I really, I really like Dead Space. I've not played. I played the first and the second one. I've not played the third one. Try to stay away from it because, from what I read, it kind of went down the route of Resident Evil Six. I've, I've got all three, and um, this one, this one's terrifying. Yeah. The second one's just a scare. The third one is, yeah, it's a bit more action than. Um, it's 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 cool though. It's it's it's, um, it's a different take on it, definitely. Yeah, but it's, it, again, it's um, what I really like in the first one, obviously. Very much with the necromorphs that they call. Yeah. Very much harks back to the thing. Definitely, yeah. It's Which so again is one of my favourite sci-fi. The cool. remake of the thing, not the thing from outer space. Which, when you were saying about being scared of as a kid, have you ever seen the thing from outer space, the black and white one? I've not actually. No. That absolutely terrified me. Shit. And there's, you know, the monster in its proper B-style monster sort of guy in a big suit. But there's a bit where um, it absolutely shit me up. They shut a door on his hand. Yeah. And it chops his fingers off. And his fingers are still alive on the floor. Right. And just as a kid, it's all in black and white. There's no blood or anything. It just really shit mm. me up. Yeah, certain things like that uh, do disturb you quite a lot. I remember one of the first things I saw on TV. Um, it wasn't even a horror. It was actually a... It was like a nine nine one one type. It was like... Um, you know, these kind of ambulance documentaries where they go, where they show like a reconstruction of an accident happening mm. and then sort of tell the story of how the ambulance got there and stuff like that. But it was like um, an Australian one, I think. 
or the, the case was in Australia and it showed this guy and he was like chopping wood and he chops his thumb off and it was a it was a recreation yeah so it was like dramatising stuff but it showed the thumb and it, and it showed his thumb like fucking flying off <laughs> and that I couldn't sleep that night evil dead stuff you know, somebody's nose so it's funny how it's funny how certain things do disturb you as a kid and they're not necessarily horror films yeah which maybe makes me think that that it doesn't have to be that complicated to get mm. scares out of a horror film. It's just certain things that maybe draw on childhood fears or, you know, yeah. just like basic basic stuff like amputation. I mean, amputation to a kid is horrifying. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, that's why, going back to the Blair Witch, that's why that works, because it's the fear of the unknown, yeah. complete and utterly. You don't know what's going on. There's all this weird shit going on. All these weird noises. It's going back to sound. Amputee sound. kids are watching it. They don't give a fuck. Sound is a massive, can just absolutely terrify oh, yeah, yeah. you. Because again, the brain doesn't. Well, the brain. Well, no, I'm just thinking about. I used to think your old house was haunted because I used to hear all this banging in the night, and it turned out it was the dog in the kitchen was wagging its tail and hitting the radiator, which was then <laughs> echoing to every radiator in the house. <laughs> Although, again, folk. I mean, even my dad said he saw. Well, it didn't help that you told me it was haunted, and then every night, all you get was these banging, the banging gets, it'd rattle so much that the doors on his... To be honest, that house used to absolutely terrify me to be in there on my own. Yeah. Which we'll get into in a bit. We'll explain more about the house and stuff later on. Yeah. Well, explain more about the house and stuff later on. Yeah. It just... Oh. Anyway. I think actually now would be a good time for you to tell your George story. Right, well... When I, when I was when I was little, we're talking like between the ages of like three to five, maybe something like that. Um, as kids usually do, I had an imaginary friend. At this point, I lived on a farm. Still hoop wood at you? Yeah, I'm just in the paddy. Shut up! It's on the ghost story. I'm holding a torch under his under his chin. Any oh. anyway, he, at least he can't burn his beard anymore. No, that's true. It's not a flaming torch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know why I went space and fire. Like, <laughs> my brain Welcome to set. the 21st century, Lewis. <laughs> I'm California, man. <laughs> Bolton, man. <laughs> anyway, go on, anyway, Yeah, so um, I apparently had an imaginary friend called George. Now, I can remember having this imaginary friend. I can't remember what I'm going to go through, but anyway. Um, yeah, so. Since then, I, I spoke to my mum about one thing or another, and apparently, my mum lived on the farm. My dad were up on the roof fixing the roof, as you do, putting some new slates <laughs> on and everything. And I, um, <laughs> I had a little triumph. I, <laughs> I used to uh, pedal about the farm on because I had kind of free reign because it ruined the days when you could let the kids do whatever they were. You know what I yeah. mean? As long as they were near the house, sort of thing, you weren't overly asked. Um, <laughs> oh, health and safety gone mad. But anyway, uh, so I'm pedalling about outside in the garden, and I go inside, and my mum apparently asked me uh, why I've come in, because uh, she's not called me or anything. I said, oh, well, George has told me to just come in for a minute. I need to come in. And uh, from what I understand, when I said this, my dad, <laughs> accidentally, mine, um, the slate slipped off the roof and went straight through my uh, trunk. Yeah. So, this is this is one story, and then we moved to another farm, and one day my mum 
just asked me out of the blue. She said, oh, I've not seen you uh, talking to George recently. Is there any, any reason? Is he all right and everything? Like, oh, well, he, uh, he came, when we moved, he came back to me once uh, just to say bye. And he said, oh, go on. Well, he came to say bye and he's, he's going, to, uh, going to his dad now. Like, right, right, why is he not going to his mum? And apparently, I turned around like five year old and just said, Well, he can't go to his mum because she's younger, so. And then, Jeez. apparently, before this, I'd give, a, I'd give my mum a description of George, and he was a little blonde boy with uh, double buttons down the front and a Beetlejuice style tractor track across his stomach because apparently. On the farm, he'd been run over by a tractor. Right. Um, and then, yeah, never never saw him again after apparently he came to say bye and whatnot. <laughs> just, uh, just a creepy little it's story. Good, I do like that story. Curious George, eh? Curious yeah. George. And um, cause obviously the farm's Umberton because it's Umberton. Yeah. Been there for years, yeah. sort of thing. I mean, it's. Uh, it's a weird place anyway because obviously the field's where the big battle happened. Right. A massive battle what. over there. Um, Maybe George's... Uh, plus you've got Pretoria Pit and everything that's yeah. gone down since. And... Well, I, m- I remember uh, JT telling me about um, once because when he lived on Manchester Road um, which is the A6 um, uh, which was the road where the Royalists came up to Bolton to basically sort all the um, the non-royalists out, you know, <laughs> the fucking proletariat, um, and like um, the I can't remember what were they called the the roundheads or yeah. the yeah they had like a big stronghold in Bolton, mm. and that was and that was where they went and they went to the old man in Scythe and they hung um, that um, was it the Duke of something or other? Excuse me, sorry. That was a nice cell phone going on. Cell phone. And um, that's where they hung that, um, they executed the, the, the guy who was like, the lady was like the Duke of, or the Earl of something or other. I'm, I'm really terrible. I should really know the history of that. But um, but uh, JT said he was in bed one night and uh, his house was on the main road. And, um, and he heard um, horses running up the street. Hmm. Like distinctly, like the clip clop of horses going up the street. So, and it was about three in the morning. Yeah. So obviously, you hear that, you get up to look. Why is there a horse running up the middle of the street? But he looked out, and there was nothing there. Hmm. Fair enough. Spooky. Spooky. But yeah, again, going back to my mum and dad's old house again on Manchester Road, the A6. Um. Let's let's just let's all let's explain. Something about the house as well. It's an old school house. 1832. 1832 it was built, and it was. Am I correct in thinking it was um, George Stevenson's schoolhouse? George Stevenson had something to do with it, didn't he? Quite possibly. I'm sure. That's the one thing that I remember about your house is that it was George Stevenson. It's entirely possible, Steve. Um, um, George Stevenson's schoolhouse. Um, so obviously a lot of history behind it. Um, but that's kind of the context. Oh, and it backs onto a big fucking wood. <laughs> yeah, which has got mine in it. And yeah. it used to also be between the school and the where the big bay window was, that was the chapel for the mine. Yeah. 
And when the mine collapsed, because it did, um, a lot of the dead and dying were brought to the house. Right. Sort of thing. But I, I mean, we lived there for a good 10, 15 years, something like that. And I always hated being in the house on my own. It was just dark and just kind of oppressive and one thing. I've never been anywhere since because, I mean, obviously we were, Georgina Street and now here. Don't get any any of that whatsoever. Always funny noises and whatnot. And I mean, I, when I lived there, I lived with my mum, my dad and my sister. Now, people out there in podcast land won't know my dad, but Lewis and Steve do. So he's, he's not the sort of bloke to just say shit for... He say, calls a spade a spade. Yeah, pretty he's much. He's a man's man. Um, he doesn't say a great deal, but... Uh, couple of years after we moved out he admitted that he'd seen some odd things because i mean my sister saw somebody <coughs> in a cloak walking well stood in the doorway of the kitchen yeah. and they walked into the kitchen i mean we had dogs all the time and they go absolutely mental at really random hours at absolutely nothing uh you missed a lot of this stuff <laughs> Oh, I remember the dogs that used to just go mental for no apparent reason. Yeah. Like, four in the morning and shit. Yeah. What? But uh, apparently my dad had seen someone down the bottom of the hallway. Went to, like, the bathroom. Uh, I mean, my bedroom, where... Did you ever come in? Yeah. My, where the bed was, the outside wall, that used to be a doorway. So mm. it used to be a walkthrough sort of thing. And it was just... I don't know, it was just... It was quite a house. creepy house. Yeah, again, like you said, middle of... Well, it's not in the middle of nowhere, but there's nothing. There's not. It's got the a lot. Of, house it's got is a lot like fifty meters away. Yeah, it's it? got a lot of land around it. It backs onto a wood and, and again and farmland. You know, yeah, and again the fact that he's a house that's over hundred and fifty years old, sort of thing. Yeah, that instantly. It's got history behind it. Yeah, and all that and kind of stuff. when you know that dead folk have been in it, and I mean, obviously we've got a mar- we've got a funeral parlor <laughs> next door. That does not bother me whatsoever. No, I'm assuming most of them. Well, they say if you're going to haunt somewhere, it's usually the place that you die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not dying next door. They're already dead. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so anyway, this this place really creeped me out. And obviously, I've gone through the George story, which kind of puts into context some of the story that Steve's going to tell you in a minute. I mean, obviously, well, more than welcome to laugh at this. Cause it's, funny. <laughs> it's a funny thing. The... Uh... Um, so when we were, <clears throat> um, in 1998, when the Sixth Sense came out, uh, <laughs> we... Uh, I'm just loving the fact that every, every film... I'm quite, I'm, quite artistic when, I'm quite artistic when it comes to uh, film dates. I've probably got half of these wrong tonight, but... Um, You're doing it with conviction. We, went, so we went to watch... Um, question, huh? We went to watch the... Oh, they will. <laughs> we went to watch the uh, Sixth Sense. Can I just say at this point... There may be spoilers in this story. For anyone who's not seen it. Actually, no, I don't need to give the end away. Uh, we went to watch it. Bruce Willis dead all along. No, Lewis, he's not. Someone he's ruined dead. it for me, so fuck everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, we went watching Sixth Sense, and we were planning... We were. This was on the Friday night. Me and Daz went to the cinema to watch Sixth Sense. Um, and on the Saturday, uh, we were going to Blackpool. Yes. Um, we're setting off kind of like 10 in the morning and whatnot. And um, 
and so we were just gonna go to the cinema, go home, like you know, have a good kip, and then sort of get up the next day. Sort of. We thing. lived it. We we still do uh, live at different places. I should just. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not. We're not. We're yeah, we're not bunking up together. No. And uh, but this was um, your parents were awake. Yes. So you would have been going back to the creepy old yeah. house on your own, um, and in the car on the way home, um, Daz was really quiet. Because we're just in the sixth sense, he was just dead quiet all the way home. I'm driving, and he just went, Steve. And I said, What? He said, Can you stay at my house tonight? Hey, <laughs> hey, it was. It, 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 Thank God he'd seen the sixth sense and had a reason. <laughs> it proper shit me up. I, I hold my hands up yeah. to that. So it, I had to sleep on his couch. It did. Um... Fucking hell. I was saying, Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> oh, but what if I asked for at least. Show her bed or something. <laughs> no, I was happy. To, I was happy to sleep on couch. I'll be it fine. was just one of those things, but he shit me up. And then going back to the George thing because of the old thing in the sixth sense. At that point, though, I didn't. It's only more recently that I've been told that story it was after the sixth sense. So whether or not that was, you know, subconsciously playing on my mind anyway, it's always yeah. been a bit that. Yeah, I think I think certain people have a there's a certain um, should we call them horror monster mm. that everyone's afraid of the most, and yours is ghosts in it clearly. Yes, by the looks of things, yeah, yeah. I think mine probably is as well because ghosts are like they exist in the real world in a strange way. They're not mm. just consigned to cinema like the Wolfman or Dracula yeah, you or can't, like you can't Frankenstein. See a guy turning into a yeah, all literature. Um, you can't see him turning into a wolf. I think oh, you can't see Frankenstein's monster. No. But there's so many about, there's so there's so much documentation. Although I could see that more now. Yeah. Than <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know like 10 15 years ago sort of. But thing. there's lo- so much documentation about ghosts and the spirit world, you know, people witnessing it yeah. and stuff like that. Making a film about ghosts is like making a film about real life, whereas making a film about Frankenstein it's just based on like a fantasy novel, you know, or Dracula or you know what I mean. Mm. So yeah. It's based on something that doesn't. It's already fictional. Whereas ghosts, it's almost more. I know. Incredible. I know. Loads of people don't believe in ghosts, and you know, it's it's fine to be skeptic and stuff like that. I'm skeptical about it, but it is. It does that. The 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 the, um, the theory of the spirit world and stuff like that exists in the real world mm. rather than just in a book or a film. Did you? What do you think of the paranormal activity movies? Um, I quite like the. I've. I'll be honest. I've only seen the first one, but. Um, I quite like the idea. Um, the first one was was quite good. There's a lot of very creepy moments in it. Um, we watched it in my house. Uh, the uh, hoof prints. The hoof prints. The bit that scared me the most. The, the bit that scared me the most was the bit where they've got the camera in the bedroom filming the bed, and she gets up at like two in the morning, walks around the bed, and stands over her boyfriend for like three hours. And she stood there for three yeah, hours, yeah. just standing still for three hours. That. That was the scariest bit in the film to me. Mm. We watched it, and me and my sister and my boyfriend PK in my, my room years ago. We all sat in, it was like 12 o'clock at night, put it on, watched it in the dark, and we're all fucking shit scared. And Becky goes, I'm going to bed, I'm knackered. Me and PK wait for like 10 minutes and creep into a room. And the legs hanging out of bed, we fucking scrabbled for a leg and pulled her off the bed onto the floor and ran out. <laughs> Oh my god! But no, I um I didn't like it when I first watched it. 
but I've watched it again since. I like all of them. I've seen, and I really, like, I don't like the, is it the chosen? I didn't see that on the chosen ones. I saw two and three at the cinema. I like one, two, and three. Three fucking scared the shit out of me. I like the fact because I mean a lot of people, the, the bit with all those, all four shit as well. Do you remember all the women in the um, backyard when he looks out and all those women like doing some sort of chant? They all look at him yeah. and he's inside and it's dark. It fucking, ugh. Yeah. That creeps me well, out. Well, again, I mean, there was stuff in four because uh, obviously three is set before one and two. And, yeah, and the then order people... was three, two, one, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not three, one, two. No, it, two, it's two after one then. Yeah, because it, the sister's gone missing, hasn't she? And she just turns back up after. All right, okay, so it was three. One, 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 two, two. Right. yeah. But I know what else, three got a, um, three got a lot of flat. Three got a lot of flat because it was putting mythos into the background of stuff. And I mean, people were saying, "Well, if, if all this stuff's happened, why in one and two don't the girls remember anything?" Mm. But that's explained in the third one anyway, because it says when you marry this thing, you will forget. Yeah everything that will happen until he comes for you to be his bride sort of thing and it is again I like the third the, the creepiest bit for me in the third one something so simple because obviously he mounts the camera on the fan doesn't it yeah. it's, the she- it's the bit with the sheep just where it goes round and it's like a sheep like that big and it looks like it's just over the top of the kid yeah and it just goes and it's just gimme chills now it, it, it's a simple trick and it's a bit of a shit thing but mm. it's, it's just for me, one of the creepy bits in it. But no, yeah. yeah. I like the first three. The fourth one's got some creepy bits in it, but by that point, it's all done. Yeah. Yeah. The fourth one's crap, yeah. I mean... The, yeah, I mean, the, the Xbox bit was a bit creepy. The bit where you can see... Because I, I didn't notice that at first. The dots. Where you can see something moving through the dots. That's the creepiest bit in that film. Yeah. And then it just gets stupid with the... Woman with the vampire teeth, and then all the women with the vampire teeth at yeah. the end, and, and then the chosen ones is just horrendously bad. Mm. Which again, we're going back to what we said at the beginning of it's a load of young nobody sort of things yeah. who they've put in to kind of look a bit pretty and stuff, yeah. and just not really filled it up with talent. Yeah, or anything in no. general. Because again, everyone's <laughs> I'm not oh man, everyone's got to start somewhere, so you can't have. Well, no, but I mean, it seems to me that, like, in the 70s, when they used to cast a horror film, they used to get, even if they were unknown, they used to get good actors. You know, like, um, I mean, like, Sigourney Weaver was virtually unknown. Yes. But she's, but that film made her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, very much so. But then again, it's because it's a real good vehicle, a real good film. Yeah. But she's a good actor. If they'd have had a shit actress in it, Mm. she could have easily have been forgotten yeah. forever you know what I mean yeah. I mean uh, going to the thing John Carpenter's the thing obviously it's an 80s film with Kurt Russell and it's John Carpenter so it's about Kurt Russell in. Um, but still it's, it's a brilliant film and it's, it's got yeah, like I said Kurt Russell was absolutely massive at the time and he is good in it and I can't really name anyone else who's in it to be <laughs> honest with you in... I've seen him in the thing Oh yeah. Um, Which again? Why no. did they make another one? I don't know. But I think I think Hollywood now as well. Um, they tend to just hire 
for horror films and stuff like that, it tends to just hire people who are under the age of 30. Yeah. So they tend to be like loutish college kids or, you know, mm. that's the that's all they can think of yeah. for someone who's under 30. Either that or they're like a really brainy scientist who's like really high up in the government, which is unrealistic because to get to that level in any government, you know, to be like head scientist of some department, you're going to be over the age of 30. Yeah. You know, Even, don't really matter how clever you are, you've still got to put the time in. Exactly, yeah. And they're not just going to promote you for... No. For being like some fucking child savant or something, yeah. you know. But no, it has... I mean, recently I has took a bit of a... There are, like you said, there's odd nuggets out there because there's a lot. So I really like Sinister with Ethan Hawke. Still not seen that. I mean, there's there's bits in it that um, cause me and JT weren't watching it. I need a piss, but I'm telling the story. So anyway, me and uh, me and JT weren't watching a double bill of well, American Mary and Sinister in uh, Stockport. Yeah. You know where we weren't watching uh, the Plaza. The uh, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, both the film and the evening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what we got up to afterwards is none of our business. <laughs> but anyway, Sinister. It did tickle me because um, we were just sat there and we because it wasn't mad for we, we were chatting as the film was going on. There's just certain bits in it that you think right, you, you'd be away there. You'd definitely be away there. Because I'm not, I'm not really spoiling anything because you, you all know it's horror film, but there's a bit where Ethan Hawke runs up into his loft because he hears noises. And because there's no light up there, the power's gone out in the house. He's got his iPhone. Everything in films nowadays is... Well, it's Apple, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously, big shots of his eyes. Everything. Oh, let's look at the Product placement, Apple. yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, he goes up, he's got his torch on, he's videoing all this. And he falls back. The um, the ladder's shut on him. And you can't get him back open. And you see, he's wandering around. He hears this noise. Everything. He falls back through the uh, the ladder mm. door because it's opened again. So anyway, he's, he's he's replaying the video footage, and just <laughs> as he's holding on, trying not fall. Um, on the video footage, it's just all these ghostly hands. Right. All these little hands just round him. Right. And this is like halfway through the film, and me and JT just looked at each other and go, you'd be off at that point. Because <laughs> you just would, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd be like, fuck, fuck this. this, I'm off. Well, they do start cracking one out or something. Oh, JT. Ethan Hawke. <laughs> <laughs> little ghost hands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention, he, he commented earlier on a... Because I posted something saying we're recording tonight for anyone wants to do a shout out or anything. He yeah, posted. So we've had about three listeners so far, episode one. Yeah. Well, hello, Mr. John Turton. He said um, Adam Sandler should stop. Discuss. <laughs> he did read stop. the rest of the post that we were doing like a horror special. Well, yeah, well, you can, you can wait. Let's talk about Little Nicky, though. No, let's not talk about that. It is horrific. <laughs> yeah, done. Right, we're done with that. <laughs> um, I, I, I think we've not mentioned actually what I think was like the, one of the best series of horror films made in the last sort of 15, 12 years, something like that, uh, was the Ring films. 
Oh, Loris said the skater as well. The uh, you mean the original Japanese? Yeah, ones? yeah, yeah. The Japanese ones. Ringu. 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 Not not the uh, not the remakes that were just gash. No, although the she said the the, the, fir- the, fir- the first ring, the bit with the horse. That, yeah, that was yeah. quite. I thought there, there were some bits in the first. Is one it that the were quite scary. second one with the stupid, um, stupid? But I, I want to say reindeer attack, but they're not reindeers. Yeah, um, deer. Yeah, they're just deer. Just normal. Just, just, just common driving, garden deer. Just, just driving along. <laughs> along the <laughs> and then there, all these really bad CGI deer are just there, and it's just yeah. Like but yeah, um, like the birds. Yeah, the ring thing. Because again, it's it's one of those things. I mean, over the, like uh, over the past ten years, one there's been a couple of films that I've had to stop watching as I've been going through, and one of them was the Tale of Two Sisters, which is a Korean horror, right? And they, they just really put the wind up, put the windows up, <laughs> put the wind up in. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I had to stop watching that. I mean, another one's a French horror film called Martyrs, which was kind of just horrific, a really hard one. Sponsored watch. by beer. <laughs> <laughs> In general. Mm. I've heard of it. It's about a, about a cult of people who believe that you can achieve transcendent sort of thing and see more at the moment between life and death. But only if there's great suffering before. Suffering allows you to see. Yeah, that's a lot of qualifications, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's hard work. It's hard work. <laughs> uh, I was telling you, I really like horror comedies. Like, who? Um, what a Carve Up, uh, Ghost and Mr. Chicken... Ghostbusters, uh, and one of my all-time favorites is The Frighteners. I thought you were going to say Ghost Dad. <laughs> <With Bill Cosby>. <laughs> <laughs> the Frighteners is good. The, fright- the Frighteners is really underrated. Yeah, I'm actually, I still don't like it. I don't not like it. I just didn't didn't blow my socks off. That's all. My socks are outside after. I prefer it, Peter. I prefer Peter Jackson's uh, early work. Yeah, what a hipster. <laughs> I liked him before he was cool. Before he did Lord of the Rings. Brain dead and bad taste. I mean, they're classed as, I guess, they're horror comedies. Yeah. No, they're um, not bad. They're not my cup of tea. My favourites are the um, Evil Showman. Dead. Yeah? Horror comedies. My favourites are the Evil Dead. The well, Evil Dead, yeah. The third one's more funny than the rest. Yeah, but the third one kind of goes out of its way to be what it is. Yeah. Whereas the obviously the second one's a remake of the first one. The third I really like the third one. I like them all. Mm. The first, um, I mean the first one isn't really a comedy, it's just like a straight horror, isn't it really? Yeah, yeah the and, and the comedy elements come more into the Yeah. Second the second one. one's like a spoof of the first one. Mm. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. That concludes part one of the Wizard Sleeve Halloween Special 2014. Part two will be going up on Friday, 2014 Halloween. I hope you've enjoyed it. And make sure you tune in on Friday for a good spooky finger blasting time. <laughs>